you like voice teacher reacts? You know, they can be really entertaining and you can get sucked into them, but I don't think that they provide a lot of, of value, I guess. I think that it's, it's interesting to see a voice teacher, you know, kind of give a little bit of input, but they're only giving a little bit of input. They're not turning it around and then saying, and this is how you can recreate that, or this is how yeah, yeah, yeah. you can do that too. I have heard a couple where they didn't, the teacher didn't necessarily turn it around, but I was able to take something from it where I had, there was one that I was listening to and they're like, oh, did you hear that note? And they're not breathing. And I'm like, oh, I hadn't noticed that. So they drew my attention to something that I had not noticed before. And I yeah. really liked that. Yeah. Um, they're, they're kind of a guilty pleasure, but yes. just like you said, they're easy to get sucked into. Um, but that's not how I listen mm -hmm. to music. Like I don't just sit at any music, anytime. I don't just sit and listen and then listen and be like, Oh, that was so cool. Or a lot of times as I listen to music, I, I'm just, I'm thinking about what does that feel like in my voice? Yeah. What does that feel like in my voice? And honestly, the very first time when I recognized, when I was aware that that's what I was doing, I was in the car and we were listening to a Shakira song in Spanish. My husband likes to listen. He's, he first started listening to Shakira when he lived in Paraguay and that was in Spanish. And so I'm just like, all right, we're listening to Shakira in Spanish. <laughs> and the sound, because I didn't understand the language, I was more focused on the vocal technique mm. and the sounds that she was making. And I'm just like, what does that, how do you make that sound? And I started doing it, not even realizing it was one of those things happening in my head. So, so prominently that it just came out and I didn't realize that I was doing it. Oh, was that my outside voice? You know, yeah. <laughs> and, and it just has gotten me thinking more about what I hear when I listen to people, when I listen to music, um, what I hear and how, how can I do that in my voice? And it's actually, it's transformed me as a singer. You're listening to the Voice Messages Podcast. I'm Alyssa. And I'm Lindsay. We have a passion for music and the voice, and we love sharing the insights we've gained to help others elevate their voices and their lives. In this podcast, we will listen to what's really going on in the voices all around us to see what messages there are for us in our own voices. Presented by A Love Voice Studio. I learned in college from my music history class that I took away and found super, super valuable was that there are three kinds of listening. And it was so, it's been, it's been one of those lessons that stayed with me that I've really loved. So I want to go through those a little bit and then just kind of talk about how that affects I don't know how that's affected me as a singer, how it affects my students when I hear them. So the first type of listening is hearing. Like someone is hearing, they just hear it. You can know that it's going on. Like I can hear background music around me. My kids are out watching TV and I can hear that. Um, it's just that we are perceiving sound. It's involuntary and there's not really, there's not really an attentiveness to it. Um, I've heard somebody say, hearing is what you do with your ears. Listening is with the mind. And so hearing is, you know, just that everyday hearing thing. Yeah. And I feel, I feel like 
that's that's often how we listen to music maybe in the car for example yeah. so my family we all love bluey and but there are several episodes that i know that i've been in the room for but i've not actually seen yes um yes. because and i'll sit down and what you know eventually i'll sit down and i'll watch one with them and i'm like I've never seen this one. They're like, are you really? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I've never seen this one, but I know that they've seen all of them many, 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 many times. Yeah. Or you're catching bits and pieces of all these yes. episodes, but you've never sat down and watched the whole one, like start to finish to actually know how it goes together. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I've never, and it's, and it, I don't necessarily even have to sit. I can, mm-hmm. I can listen to it, but I don't necessarily. Yeah hear what's going on. Yeah. 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 So yes. Okay. So that is just hearing, uh, the next, the next type of listening is a little bit beyond that. That is passive listening where your brain is hearing it. It's a little more than hearing, but it's listening without purpose. So you may recognize something, but you're not actually, you're not actually trying to listen if that makes sense. Okay. So is this kind of like, I'm putting something on to like set the ambience for the mood because I want to listen to it and I want it to set the feeling, but I'm not like listening to it. Yeah. Yeah. It is a little (laughs) bit. It's also, I think that it becomes where your brain's not necessarily interpreting. There's still no purpose. Like you hear it, you know, what's going on. but you're enjoying it, right? Like you can enjoy it passively. I think even when we're singing along, when we're singing along with a song that we love, that we're, we may be so engaged in singing that our listening becomes a little more passive. Yes. I totally get that. Yeah. I do that all the time. That's how I listen to Cerebrellis. Like hundred percent of the time. Like, I mean, I've listened to her enough times as I rep her shirt. <laughs> I've listened uh, to her enough times <laughs> that I've, that I have it all memorized, but I want to be like, I want to be the star. I want to be singing with her. And so if I'm cleaning, yes. thing, I have it on, but I am, I'm performing, I am singing. So it really, right. be, I'm focused more on my performance than I am on listening to her, even though I'm still enjoying her and I'm still listening to her. Yeah. But it's more yeah, of a yeah. passive thing because I'm focused on me singing. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're, that's yeah. about me. It's about me right now. <laughs> it's about me. <laughs> the third type of listening is active listening, where your brain is hearing and then thinking about what you're hearing. Um, your brain is interpreting that oral stimuli. Mm-hmm. Um, you're listening with a purpose. I read that it takes more energy to listen than it does to actually speak, which I think makes, if you're really engaged in your listening, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. Um, But there are different types of listening that we end up doing within active listening. For example, uh, bias listening is one of those things. Like if we're listening to something and and we are only listening for what we want to hear, we may interpret that message differently. Does that make sense? Yeah. Ultimately, what we want to do is we want to be in a critical listening mode where we are listening to just observe and bring in as much information as possible, right? And and then 
assess the information once we have it. So we take it all in and then and then assess it for our own use, right? That's mm-hmm. that's what we want to be doing. So the first thing that that came to my mind is I'm thinking about I'm thinking back to when we were when I was in high school and you were my teacher. <laughs> you were my oh, choir yes. teacher, right? Way back then. <laughs> that back in those days. Um, and when we were, we did jazz choir and you had, um, as part of our study, we had to, um, learn about jazz music. And then we all had assigned a jazz artist and we all had to, this was before Spotify or Pandora streaming. I know, right? Like right before that. And so we had to like burn right before before that. So we would burn CDs and we would bring them and then we would do a CD exchange so that we could all listen to a bunch of different artists because that was what was supposed to kind of help us be able to infuse better jazz musicality into our, into our singing. Right. I just remember that like, there were definitely times where I would put this on in the beginning, not really knowing or understanding what maybe active listening was. And it's just going on in the background. I'm just like, I don't get it. This is kind of weird. It's new, whatever. (laughs) Right. And as we started to, to be pay more attention and we were also diving into the music ourselves, I think it started to click on how to actively listen to a musician in order to like gain information from it or in order to be able mm. to pull that into my own performance. And then listening to jazz became one of like my obsessions and, and still I enjoy it so much because there was so yeah. much learning that happened during that time from just listening to all of these different jazz artists. It was like a flood of information. So this kind of takes us back through the hearing passive and active listening is that that experience, the whole objective behind that particular assignment was <laughs> yeah. just, you can't learn a style if you don't know what it sounds like. Right. And so we had to listen to it to know what it sounded like. And even passive listening at that point, when you're not even actively trying to interpret that that stimuli, even the passive listening is just pouring stuff in, even if you're not thinking much about it. Absorb somehow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 There's something that's coming in. Yeah. You take an active approach, for example, in listening to jazz music and you start listening for particular articulations whenever, when you're trying to, you know, strengthen your swing or, you know, whatever it is that you're listening for, it becomes something that is something that you can really learn from directly and faster. And that's that I, yes, I love that example. I think that that's so fantastic. What's the takeaway from the three types of hearing? When we are intentional about our listening, we can gain different things from that. And that that's kind of the point here, right? We're trying to understand what's the message here for our, for our voices and what we pull from the most random sources, because we hear things and we go, okay, that, what can we learn from that? That applies to our voice. And you hear it in everyday things that are just random, not even necessarily somebody who is trying to sing or perform, but in, in lots of different vocal situations. So yes, yes. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It's going to be really fun to do this with you. I'm excited. 
And that's our voice message for the week. Go forth. Create and elevate. And use your voices wisely. Bye. Bye. Bye.